and welcome to Dialectable. I'm Heather. And I'm Lydia. And in this podcast, we are going to go over words that don't exist in English, but exist in other languages. And maybe along the way, discover our own words that don't exist at all. I'm going to start this podcast today with an Arabic word. Tuck Bernie. The definition is a love so deep you can't imagine life without your partner. And literally translated, it's you bury me. That seems a little bit morbid. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I don't know why I love this so much. Like, I love this word. And I, like, I don't actually want to use it about people, but I can totally, like, say, like, tuck Bernie about my fried chicken that I eat. (laughs) Like, I love it so much. Are you from Kentucky? (laughs) Um, Maybe. (laughs) Actually, yes, I am. The second word that I have that kind of has to do with love (laughs) Um, yeah it's let me see if i can pronounce this right cavoli riscaldati and it's italian for when you attempt to start up a failed relationship or love affair and it doesn't really turn out well also literally translated it means reheated cabbage (laughs) have you ever had reheated cabbage yeah i have it smells it's not good I have a Georgian word. It's shimomijamo. Mm. Yeah. It means to eat past the point of fullness because the food is so delicious. Mm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I like that word. This one applies to my life so much. Yeah. I like, I love it. Actually, say it again. Like, the definition. Okay. I'll say it again for Lydia. To eat past the point of fullness because the food is so delicious. Mm. It's like your stomach is exploding and you're in a lot of pain, but you just can't stop. Also, because, well, this is an excuse I use. And no, it's not going to be as good as leftovers. And I want to eat it all. Honestly, I do that almost every single time I eat. I thought you were going to say eat. Indian food. No, no, just every time I eat. (laughs) Not just Indian food. I do love my tikka masala, but no. Yes. Mm. That was good lunch. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, but just in general, I think this is something that I definitely feel directly applies to me. Yeah. Pretty much every meal. Mm -hmm. Especially dessert. Especially dessert. Isn't that you know funny what? how like when you're eating and you feel like, oh man, I'm so stuffed, I can't eat anymore. And so you stop eating. And then someone offers you dessert. And then all of a sudden you're like, second stomach. Yep. Oh wait, I'm not a cow. I wonder if there's a word for that. Like you're so like... full, you quit eating, but someone puts cheesecake in front of you and you're like, I could do this. Yeah, like twice. all night. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're, what is the word? Shimomijamo. Until you're shamomajamoed. Yeah. But that would mean you would keep eating it. Mm-hmm. And keep eating it. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Endless cheesecake. Mmm. We should get cheesecake. We should get cheesecake. Oh okay. We've decided from this podcast. We're going to get cheesecake. We're going to get cheesecake. So the next word is Japanese. It's kuidare which means eating yourself into bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like if ever I go bankrupt in this life, it is going to be because of this problem. Yeah. I spend the majority of my money on food. I do too. Yep. And no regrets. I love that my husband, you know, he, he buys big items like, oh, we really need like new skis or, oh man, I need a new laptop. Like these items that cost a lot of money, you know, but we don't buy them all the time. And I sit over here and I'm like, coffee, food, let's yeah. go out to eat. Yeah. I think every day probably about going to the grocery store and getting more food. Mm. What is your favorite dish? I could eat pad thai all day, every day with cheesecake as dessert. Oh man, I have like so many favorites and most of them are, they're actually none of them are American food, but I love chiles rellenos. Oh, they're so good and I like to make them too. What is that? Well, it's a poblano pepper that is stuffed with different things. You can have them stuffed with chicken or stuffed with beef. I like them stuffed with cheese. And then you take them and dip them in like egg whites in this batter and then you deep fry them. Oh my goodness. So good. Wait, where does that dish come from? Mexico for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. Anyways, yes, definitely, definitely like that word. So tell our podcast listeners your own little word, Lydia. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So you know those things that you thought existed most of your adult life and like all of your life and then all of a sudden someone comes to you when this randomly comes out in the open, a random happenstance and you find out that it doesn't exist at all. Yeah. Well, last week I was making a video for my YouTube channel and my husband came home and I'm like, hey, Rye, check this out. And he's looking at it. He's watching it. And, and then he turns to me and he's like, why do you keep saying to grain something from this? He's like, do you mean to gain? And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? No, I mean to grain. That's totally different from the word to gain. And so here, come to find out all my life, And I would say I probably use this word two times a week in different sentences. I've been saying to grain, which I thought meant when you are threshing something and you're removing the chaff from like the good part of the seed and like that, that you gain that is good. That's what I thought it meant to grain something. So I would use it like in a situation, like, you know, a hard situation that I went through, like I grained something from that, like I found the good and the bad. And I thought that that was a word that existed. And that's like different than to gain. I mean, it it is similar in a way, but it's totally different. And so I think what happened, Ryan says he thinks that like, so I'm from the South and I don't have as much of a Southern accent now, but throughout my life I have had one. And so he thinks that people just always thought that I was trying to say to gain, but they didn't want to correct me on it because they thought it was my Southern accent. And I'm like, (laughs) wow. So all my life I've been saying this and yeah. So you came up with a new word. I did. Yeah. To grain. So so there's a little seed for you. Now go put that in other people's minds and then it will become a real word. Say it as much as you can and see how many people are afraid to correct you. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have one more word? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I have one more word. <laughs> it's called tids optimist. It's a Swedish word, and it literally means 
time optimist. This is a person who is always late because they think they have more time than they do. A time optimist. Mm. That is me to the core. I always think I have... I will set so many alarms, and then I'm like, but I still have five minutes. That is so funny. And I can so get funny. ready. I can I get ready that soon. I'm the opposite of that. And whenever I, for some reason, like, all most of my friends are, are tis optimists. Well, that's hard to say. Tis optimists. Tis optimists. Tis optimists. <laughs> I can't say it. Tis, tis optimists. optimists. Yeah. Ryan is a tits optimist, and you are, and mm-hmm. a lot of people in my life are, and I am not. I'm one of those people, I'm conscious about my time, like, all the time, and when I'm around people who are tits optimists, sometimes they give me a heart attack. <laughs> when going on trips, this really comes out, especially with Ryan, because a lot of times I'm like, hey, are you packed? Like, we're about to leave for work in the morning, and, and he's like, oh, no, but you know, Lydia, it only takes me, like, five minutes to get packed. And I'm like, <laughs> right, like, all the other times, and it's taken you, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and it's today, yeah, it's just going to take you five minutes. So I usually pack for him. That yeah. way we can get on the road faster. This happened to me, well, it happens to me every single day that I have some sort of time structure. But this morning I set my alarms to get up for yoga and good for you thanks anyways so I was in bed and like it kept approaching six o'clock and that's when I knew I had to leave and it was like five minutes to six and I was like yeah this like I'll be fine I'll I'll be able to get ready in that amount of time and get out of here and then once I got up I all of a sudden didn't know what the appropriate thing to wear was, and I was searching forever, and then I had to brush my teeth, and then oh, I had to get my water bottle already. Yeah, I didn't leave at six. Well, you know what I do to at least cut out on one of those things, like those thought processes every morning, is I pick out my outfit every night before I go to bed, and I have to do this but for myself. because I'm a tits optimist, I say... I have time in the morning for that. But the cool thing is, now that you like, you know that you're a tids optimist. I can I can never <laughs> say that word. <laughs> Don't judge me. I can't say it. But every time you are that, like you know you're that, right? So every time you're thinking about getting up in the morning, you can kind of combat that same thought like oh I have so much time with oh wait a minute the reality is I don't don't have that time (laughs) and then you can plan on picking out your outfit the night before if you're anything like me you don't want to make those big decisions like picking out your outfit okay I know that's not really a big decision but it feels like it is you know and seven in the morning when your brain is not really awake am I gonna be cold am I gonna be hot I don't know what I'm supposed to wear yeah, and they say that you only have a certain amount, like, capacity for decisions during the day. Mm-hmm. And so if you're making decisions that really aren't that big, like, in the morning, but because your brain has to work so much and it's not functioning all the way correctly yet because it's not awake, right? It's not awake. And so because of that experience, yeah, you're going to struggle more. Yeah. And you can use up your energy that yeah, you Yeah, could... I've been riding the struggle bus every morning for 23 years. Okay. Shall we end? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Shout out to Leah, Stephanie, Jay, Summy, and Jacob Daly for leaving us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Do you have a word for us? 
Have you encountered a word that should exist but doesn't? Or maybe you are familiar with other languages and you know of words that don't exist in English that are pretty awesome and should exist in English. Please feel free to email us or find us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I think we've it's Dialectable Pod. Yes, and our email is dialectablepod at gmail.com. Yep. We'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. You have been listening to Dialectable. Uh-huh.